Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, we have Joe from the Diz His Podcast joining us, and we discuss friends or family members who have tried to corrupt our kids into rooting for another sports team. We also discuss who has the most obnoxious fan base. We also discuss a couple viral moments, the Hard Rock Stadium cat and then also the bad proposal at the Florida State Seminoles game. Also, what kind of fun stuff did you do at the beginning of the pandemic? And Joe tells us all about his Disney day at home with his wife for their anniversary. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Why was that cat there? I was going to say, who's bringing a cat to the football game? No, it was probably that a was my other question. I mean, look how, like... This is like, it's like Templeton in, in the original Charlotte's Web movie, running around the fair, uh, you know, eating everything. Chris, you're too young for that movie, aren't you? You have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Joe knows, I, right? Uh, Joe, you've seen I Charlotte's Web? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's, he's running around the fair eating all the junk food. He's Templeton's a rat. And he's got a whole song. Oh, I do remember Templeton. I do remember Templeton. A fair is a fair. I'm not that smart. smart. I don't know. I don't anyway. remember. Oh, yeah. I do know that song. It's like one of those like vague memories I have. Yeah, he comes rolling in. Like I was the uh, artistic in, 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 inspiration for that character after he ate everything. <laughs> For the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. As always, please connect with us. All of our links are right there in the show notes, the episode description. You can join our Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. All that good stuff is right there. And don't forget for the month, uh, well, now until the end of November, we're going to be donating all of our Patreon money to the Gina McReynolds Foundation. They were on last week. That's teamgina.org. So jump on to Patreon so we can uh, load them up with some money. My name is Scott. I am the host, and with me tonight, my producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. I'm not going to call him dad, even if there's a fire. You know that one? What movie say? I do. I'm not going to call him one. dad. Man in the I House. Don't know. Step Brothers. Oh. <laughs> my favorite movies of all time. There's so much room for activity. <laughs> That's such a quotable movie. I know, I know. The other voice that voice that you are hearing is here to help us out. Uh, guest hosting duties tonight from the Diz His podcast. We've got Joe in the house. Joe, how's it going tonight, man? Hey, what's up, guys? I don't get a nickname. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we will. Maybe. Oh, yes. Uh, the man with no soul who loves to see dogs die in cinema. Turner and Hooch is his favorite movie <laughs> from the Diz His podcast. Joe. I've never said that. I you, you know, you know, your your uh, your love for animals dying in movies inspired an entire episode for us. Like you, like the the episode was kind of named inspired by you. Yes, that's true. I I, I listened to that episode and it was uh, really funny because we kind of talk about 
like Chris and I, we talk about the whole E.T. thing where E.T. died in a river. Like, I don't yeah, you remember, don't even that, remember that Yeah, because you're just numb to, to, to drama, to just childhood drama. Just numb yeah, to he it. doesn't care. He, he loves childhood drama. In fact, like, you know, he loves when the dog dies. You know, if the if the parents veer off a road, he's good. You know, he's like, oh, I, I want the sequel. It's because I lived that drama. I lived it growing up. <laughs> oh, oh, Scott, no. I do want to. I do want to bring this up. Uh, speaking about trauma uh, with you know tri- children and stuff. I'm not a father yet, but I had a proud dad moment the other night. Oh, did you? Okay, <laughs> I did because um, I was on playing uh, Rocket League with Joe the other night, and his son comes in the in the room sometimes. Right? <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Joe Joe's from New York, and he's a big Giants fan. And I got I got uh, his son to say "Go Eagles." Oh. I, uh, I almost wanted to unplug the microphone because I was afraid of what I was going to hear. Joe was livid. Joe was livid. Yeah. Joe was threatening Nick to not let him watch the game on Thursday uh, because he kept saying he likes the Eagles are cooler than Giants. Yeah, because the Giants are playing this Thursday night, right? They're playing. And so uh, I think they're playing the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and he was sitting there talking about the Eagles and how much he likes the Eagles. I was like, well, guess what? Now you're not staying up late to watch the Giants game with me. <laughs> That's awesome. My brother-in-law did the same thing to my son. Uh, you know, I'm a huge Orlando Magic fan, and I was at work, and they're watching a playoff game, the Detroit Pistons versus the Miami Heat, and my brother-in-law tells my son to start saying, go Dwayne Wade, go oh, Dwayne no. Wade. And so my son now, 21 years old, is a big Miami Heat fan. No way. This, is, this cannot happen to me. <laughs> This cannot happen to me. This is like a nightmare for me. There's a Jalen Hurts jersey in the mail already, Joe. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, my my nephew plays t-ball or baseball or, you know, he's he's like uh, he's six years old. So whatever mm. they play in, in the sport of baseball at that age. And my brother-in-law, huge Mets, Mets. So he's kind of instilled that in my nephew. So they're huge Mets fans. My sister is a Yankees fan. Gross. But she doesn't really push it because it's 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 a big deal oh, there. No. So his T-ball team this year is the Yankees. And so my brother-in-law, who's a coach, <laughs> that's re- has that's to really wear funny. a Yankees shirt. And I love oh it. It's God. so awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, I'm not sure if I can even do that because I'm a Mets fan, right? And I'm not <laughs> sure if I can do that. Funny you say that. Well, I was just reading an article the other day. What's his face? Ben Affleck got paid, I don't know. 30 or 40 million dollars to shoot Gone Girl, right? To star in Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. His main character was a Yankees fan. And he stopped production of the movie for four days because he refused <laughs> to wear a Yankees hat. So they finally, because right. he's from Boston. So they finally settled and he, and they settled and he was, uh, he was allowed to wear a Mets hat instead of a Yankees hat. That's pretty awesome. That's a funny story. That never, yeah, that never leaves you. So Scott, real quick, okay. My in-laws live about 20 minutes from Chris. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're huge Eagles yeah, fans too. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? they're smart. And, <laughs> okay. So they're Eagles fans also, right? When my son was first born, they're like, my mother-in-law, she was like, hey, we're going to send down some Eagles stuff, some Eagles gear. And my father-in-law looked over at her and was like, no, we're not sending it down. Because he knew, he knew I was a Giants fan and he knew I was going to try and throw it away in the garbage, right? It is seriously like, I love the Mets. I love the Giants. I love the Knicks. Uh, and if he grows up an Eagles fan, which uh, he better Chris, not. Chris, he's coming after I, you. I will be yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm coming up. it's not only Chris. I was gonna say it's my father-in-law too, because every single time we're on the phone, he's like, "Go Eagles!" I'm like, "Nope, don't say it, man." Uh, yeah, and my brother-in-law's from Queens, 
my my brother-in-law's from oh, Queens. Is he really? Yeah, so you know, he's a huge Mets fan. Now, Joe, you're from New York as well, Wait, right? I'm from Queens. Yeah. Oh, from Queens. okay. I'm from is he from Flushing? Rockaway. Oh, oh, I think we talked about this. Yeah, before. we did. We, we did. Might, yeah, uh, the one thirty seven beach or whatever. Yep, because that's where I used to go to the beach as Rockaway Beach. Yep. Uh, they, we I did a couple beach days when they lived there. And those were the worst days that I was there. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I hate the beach. I hate the sun. Like my complexion, I'm um, I'm almost transparent. I I absolutely hate the sun. So there's a picture of us. Everybody's like laying out, and I have this like canopy chair <laughs> where all you see is my feet hanging out because I'm like fully covered because I hate the sun. I hate the sand. It was god awful. I'm a canopy guy. And you, so am I. And you live in the Sunshine State? I know. It's the weirdest thing. I, it's because I don't like the <laughs> excessive cold. Like, I like Florida winters where there's like three days that you have to like bundle up. You know, snow is something that you go to visit. And the rest of the country is just obnoxious <laughs> with their cold. Snow sucks. Uh, snow is fun until I had to shovel it. That now, yeah. now it's just now it's awful. And it's, yeah. it's like when I was in school and it's, oh, snow day. So much fun. You get to go sledding and everything. Now... Now that I, I'm driving kids to school, like now I have to, <laughs> I have to shovel off all the, and not only do I have to shovel my driveway, then I have to go over to the parking lot and shovel off all the buses and everything with a ladder to get the snow off the top. Yeah. Some of those, some of those yeah. days I question, uh, you know, maybe I, maybe I should move down South a little bit, but you know what? That's only like six times a year. Yeah. And try not to kill everyone that in your car that you're driving. Right. Cause oh. I mean, I'm sure it's like super, the roads are super dangerous. Yeah, yeah, there there is that. There is that. And then you get the people that like that like, you know, go around in the rear wheel drives and think that they can go out there, they get stuck in the middle of the highways and stuff. It's a it's a fun time out here in the winter. Before my sister moved to Rockaway, Queens, she lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Okay? So she was on the 6th floor of like an apartment building and all that. And I went to visit her and like New York, it, New York and New Jersey, New York is like a theme park for me because everything is different there. <laughs> like you have designated smoking areas yeah. and you have the subway, which is like a ride and everything yeah. is a tourist attraction. We, even to the point where like they, they have things that are foreign to me, like opposite side parking because they're bringing in the street sweeper. So like, yeah. like Monday, Tuesday, you have to park on the op opposite side of the road. So we went to a magic Knicks game and I don't know why we did this, but we drove, we drove to Madison Square oh. Garden. It's your first problem. Well, it couldn't have been that. We we drove somewhere. It wasn't – no, we took the subway to Madison Square Garden. But we drove somewhere. I don't know where it was that we drove. But we, we were coming back, and it was at night. Chris, we had to park like 20 blocks away <laughs> to find a parking spot. We were circling – like we were circ circling Bay Ridge for about three hours. Like no lie. You've never abandoned your spot. Well, I know, right? And we were going somewhere where we couldn't take the subway. I, th I think we were going to visit family in Jersey. Like nothing good happens in Jersey. I I've got a lot of family there, but you know, you lose your parking spot if you if you go there. Jersey is just you know, New York's armpit. The sole the sole the sole reason for owning a car in the city is just to save your parking spot. Yeah. If you if you leave that, you're not you're not getting it back. You just gotta you you just leave your car in your parking spot and just Uber everywhere. Chris, did you hear in the Marvel What If episode? The, did you see the zombie one yet? I did. I'm all caught up. Happy makes a joke about having to go to New Jersey. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, almost, I knew you're gonna. I knew you're gonna say something. <laughs> I almost immediately something. paused it and called you. <laughs> I knew you're. I, I that 
honestly, the first thing that came to mind when he made that New Jersey joke is, oh my gosh, Scott's it. I hope Scott doesn't say <laughs> hope he just glazes right over when he watches. No, there was no way I was going to glaze over it. And it's so funny. There's so many, uh, there's so many times when people in movies or television shows make fun of Jersey. It, it, it's like, cause they're just jealous. So they're jealous. They don't live in the beautiful garden state. I, I know. Well, and how I met your mother. Like uh, Ted was going to marry the one chick who lived in Jersey, and he's like, mm-hmm. "This like I can't move here. Like it's New Jersey. Like what am I gonna do?" Yeah, yeah. I love oh. New Jersey. Oh, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. It's a great state in South Jersey in particular because we're smarter than people up north. We root for all the Philadelphia teams. We don't. We stay away from those New York teams. Just like uh, just like your son Nick, Joe. Dude, I just want to throw. Uh, listen, who <laughs> you know what I tell him right is who. Through snowballs at Santa. Wasn't the Giants fans? Who no, who does that? Eagles fans. Eagles first fans of all, throw first snowballs of all, at Joe, Santa. First of all, it was batteries. Snowballs <laughs> are for are, are for babies. It was, it was D batteries. Well, why can't I throw it at Santa for? Right? Why, why don't look? you like Santa there? Give us the wrong look. I know. He wasn't, know he wasn't the real one. He wasn't the real one. He was an imposter. Joe, I gotta tell you, you're onto something here. As much as I hate New Jersey, there's something that I hate more than New Jersey, and that's fans of any Pennsylvania team. No, it's the Pittsburgh people. It's the Pittsburgh people. Oh, the Pittsburgh people. They're just as bad too, but Eagles fans are obnoxious. Steelers fans are obnoxious. Sixers fans, Phillies, like Philadelphia sports. It's like you, 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 you've got a prerequisite to be a fan of a Philly sports team is just to be as obnoxious as hell. Yeah, you, I agree. You, you know what, Scott? Maybe you just it, yeah. need a backbone down there, Scott. Maybe you just need a backbone. Maybe you're just jealous that we all have backbones up here. You know, maybe it's because you're you're cheering for the same sorry teams year in and year out. All right, and and maybe because we're tired of cheering for the same sorry teams year in and year out, and we were going to tell everybody else about it. Wow, big talker! You win one Super Bowl in the last like a hundred years, and <laughs> it's more recent know. than more recent than uh than the the New York Giants up there with Daniel Jones tripping over nothing at the twenty yard line, Joe. <laughs> Look, New York sports fans are not much better, you know, than no. Mets fans uh, are right. obnoxious, Knicks fans, Yankees fans, and I'm a Yankees, Yankees fan. Fans, Yankees fans are the worst because they're no, like no, no. the elitists. Red Sox fans. Red Sox fans are pretty bad, but Yankees fans are elitists. Okay, let's do this real quick. Who do you think has the the most obnoxious fans? I think it's any New England sport. So Patriots, Red Sox, the Bruins. I, I think that it, you got to go with the Boston. They are so loud and obnoxious. And maybe that's because I'm a, a Yankees fan that I feel this way. But, Joe, what do you think? Oh, the um, Philly fans for sure. Oh, no. Joe, and, and I think you guys will both – or Joe, <laughs> Joe especially will agree with me on this one. First of all, it's a compliment, so thank you. The I think Dallas Cowboy fans that don't live in Texas are the most annoying fans on the face of oh, this earth. Oh, because they're all bandwagon. It, it's, if you, if it you meet someone from Texas that like the Cowboys, they are the most humble – nicest people you will ever meet i watched the cowboy eagles game with emily's uh extended family they're from texas we watched the game over there eagles cowboys and went to an overtime and we won an overtime we were going nuts screaming yelling at the tv and the cowboys were like whoa whoa come on guys it's just a game it's just a game I was like, whoa, 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 what eagles cowboys it's just a game yeah, yeah. right no so the, the people from Texas, they're like real down to earth, real easy going. All the people that just like the star and just like like to wear the hats and still wear the Terrell Owens jerseys, they're they're the most obnoxious fans on this earth. And it's funny, it's funny how much merchandise dictates a fan base because like Raiders are so freaking popular. When when was mm-hmm. the last time the Raiders won anything or or did anything good or been relevant? Not a long time ago. 
It's a great question. But they, the fans are, first of all, the fans are fantastic there, like with their crazy costumes and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. The black hole. But they're so popular. It, it, it's amazing how popular the, that team is. But it's all merchandise. Just that black and silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Just that black and silver. You see that guy's the, uh, really, really off topic. But the Raiders owner's haircut. He's a billion, he's a multi-billionaire and he can't even get a good haircut. Have you seen this guy? <laughs> no. No. Oh my gosh. It looks What's like, uh, it looks like, it looks like when you're, it's, um, Raiders owner. It's like when your kid's small and they cut the, and they cut the hair, their baby doll. Yeah. Yeah. He has like a bowl cut. He looks like Jim Carrey from D- in Dumb and Dumber. It's really, really bad. And it's, and it's like, it's been like that forever. Like he, he has all the money in the world. He could buy probably the hair cuttery chain three times over. <laughs> oh my God. He looks like a freaking goon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he looks like mm-hmm. uh, Joe. You're you're almost my age. Remember the 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 doll, my buddy, like my yeah. buddy. Wherever I go, yeah. he goes. That's what this guy looks like. Wow. Scott looks at that and he's happy. He's bald. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jeez, Christ Almighty! All right, we're gonna go to break. Obviously, Mary's not here tonight, so Joe's filling in. I forgot to make that announcement. And also, we're testing some new software, so you may hear some different things, and just bear with us. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, new new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Remy from Remy's Roundtable alongside my dangerous co-host Chris. Guys, our podcast is pretty much all about what is going on here in the beautiful state of Florida. We cover your theme park news, the rumors, and of course guys, we bring on some local celebrities such as the 5-Minute Professor from Real Radio 104.1. So guys, don't go anywhere and uh, stay tuned and listen to this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast with Scott Mary and Chris. Mary's out, so we've got Joe from the Diz His Podcast joining us this evening so who knows where the topics are going to go you know it it may be a guy's thing it may uh not i I don't know we may talk about theme parks uh that whole last segment wasn't even planned so that's the beauty of podcast magic now a little housekeeping obviously you're hearing this episode on sunday we will no longer be doing thursday episodes so just one day a week for a while and we're going to see how that goes uh just you know we want to give you the best quality entertainment and don't write, we don't want to force two episodes anymore. So that's a new thing, obviously. And also, just a reminder, we're testing out some new software. So we don't know, you know, who knows what to what to expect here. We don't even know if this episode's going to record. So 
it, it's always it's always exciting. Yeah, if you're hearing this, it's a good sign. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> if if not, then uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I hope whoever whoever's listening to this on the dark web, if it did not get published, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we we were talking a little bit about sports teams and all that, and uh, this weekend was a glorious weekend. We had uh, pro football started. Oh, yes. You know, we were in week two of college football, although. Uh, after my team's first two weeks performance, oh. I wanted to light myself on fire. So I haven't been I in a good place because of that. But one bright spot to this weekend of sports was a highlight that came out of one of the college football games. And it's it's a highlight that you wouldn't expect to uh, to be. He- well, actually, you should expect to it to be expect for it to be huge. But that is the cat that was hanging oh, from the, the rafters. Cat. At Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Joe, did you see this clip? I did not, no. <laughs> oh, hold on one second. Actually, I do remember. And it has the flag, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they, okay, they, yeah. They caught him in the flag. As <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Plummets like 10 stories. You know, now watching it, we knew what the result was going to be because, you know, it says cats cat caught by flag right but right could you imagine being there how scary that probably was you know especially if you're an animal lover have you ever watched a movie over and over again like you watched it for more than one time like i don't know the titanic and that's like come on come on just make some room for jack and right. then you know that jack's gonna die so like i see that i see the headline for this thing a cat gets saved i'm hoping the cat misses i'm hoping they miss the cat and they just drop the cat <laughs> Why? So joe, joe likes joe likes animal deaths too so no no <laughs> i hate cats no I, th- that video a couple comments on that video that was the first one i wasn't totally convinced that they caught the cat because it was very i had to, I had to rewatch it the they second did. time the, they i think they did more harm to that cat uh, than the cat did to itself by wrestling it away from each other, <laughs> trying to hold it up. The one, the one guy gets like it. Simba, you know. No, they, started, they started wrestling. <laughs> they start wrestling the cat because the one guy gets it, and then the other guy rips it out of his hand so he can hold it up because he's probably yeah. drunk as hell. And then if you rewatch again, there's a guy twenty feet away with his arms out, like he's like he's going to do something. <laughs> if you look, yeah. If you watch that video, you'll see something different every single time. <laughs> it gets funnier. I could only watch it the one time because I, I you know, we, we, we've got so many, we've got five rescue animals in our house. So like it kind of broke my heart just to see this cat. It was very sad. Obviously they caught it and it was fine, but just how, how terrified this poor thing must have been. Yeah. And, and again, Chris, I'm with you. I'm not convinced that they caught him. It was kind of like Indiana Jones <laughs> and the temple of the doom going through, going through the canopies. I know it, it looked like, like, Everyone thinks it's a great idea until they realize like how much force is coming down. Because you see these videos all the time where they catch something, it just falls out of their hands. This I, I'm not I'm not totally convinced this cat didn't hit that concrete. Because cats cats are resilient anyway. It has six more lives after that. Well, they land on their feet. Yeah. Do you think the cat would have landed on its feet? I sure. Think so. Shattered its ankles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very. They have you springs, know, man. They, yeah, yeah. It'll like, be agile. Fine. I just gotta change the uh, change the shocks after. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium tweeted out afterwards and they're like, uh, you know, we're glad to to hear that the cat's OK and uh, we hope it enjoys the rest of its eight lives. And then they donated to the Miami <laughs> Humane Society. Oh, that's why cool. was that cat there? I was going to say, who's bringing a cat to the football game? No, I was probably that a was my other question. I mean, look how like this is like it, it's like Templeton in, in the original Charlotte's Web movie running around the fair, uh, you know, eating everything. Chris, you're too young for that movie, aren't you? 
You have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Joe knows, I, right? Uh, Joe, you've seen Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's, he's running around the fair eating all the junk food. He's like, Templeton's a rat and he's got a whole song. Oh, I do remember Templeton. I do remember Templeton. It, it, a fair is a fair. I'm about that's Margaret Smart. I don't know. I don't anyway. remember. Oh, yeah. I do know that song. That's like one of those like vague memories I have. Yeah. He comes rolling in. Like I was the uh, artistic in, in, in inspiration for that character after he ate everything. <laughs> but the cat, same thing. I mean, there's so much food at sporting events that just get dropped. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to wander. And, and just like at Disney, you got the Disney cats, you know, keep the rats away. I think it was a service cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a uh, – or my, my uncle was at a doctor appointment. Uh, service cat for a stormtrooper or a paratrooper? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was at a doctor's appointment a few years ago. He's waiting in the waiting room. And um, he's found his paperwork. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees some, this, this woman bend over into her, into her purse. And she pulls out this looks like a ball of fur, and she and he he looks. It's a ferret, and he goes, "Excuse me, ma'am," because like, it was like literally right next to him. He goes, "What is that?" She goes, "It's my service animal." She had a service. She had a service ferret. A service ferret. A service ferret. Can any, can you just can can anything be a service animal these yes. days? Yes. Yes. Really. Pretty much, I think. Yeah. Chris, I, and and I don't know. I'm not an expert on this, but I believe that. To be a certified service animal, it's a dog or it's a, like there's certain things, but then these emotional support animals can be anything. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm going to get, um, I think I'm going to get Joe's son an emotional support eagle (laughs) since he likes eagles so much. (laughs) I'm just going to let it go free. So there was the, uh, there was that video speaking about your, uh, very painful, uh, college football team loss. So Scott, can you talk about that a little bit? No. Uh, what happened? This, what happened? Uh, because there's a really. Did you see the what happened after the game? With uh, with which part? With the other team putting their flag at, at midfield, no. or no. the uh, the offensive lineman proposing to his girlfriend <laughs> from Florida State? I could not believe like, that. What they are you doing? A game to an to a uh, what team? Who did they lose to? Jacksonville State. Which is a school yeah, they, in Alabama. It's an FCS school, not even an FBS school. It's the first they time they played Bishop ever Sycamore last week. That's who they played. They played Bishop <laughs> Sycamore. And, and Chris, the crazy thing is last year, they were down 14 nothing. 14 nothing. They were down to this exact same team and had to come back to win. This, this was, and, and we came off such this high. You know, even though we lost to Notre Dame in week one, it was a great game. We pushed them to overtime. Like we weren't expected to do that well. So it was, it was an exciting game. We've got Mackenzie Milton starting. Like that kid's made us relevant again. It was so exciting. And then even until the last play, I'm like, okay, we're playing Jacksonville State. We're going to win this game. No big deal. And he, and he catches the ball and I'm like, it's fine. They're going to make a tackle. There's two guys there. When he got into the end zone, Chris, I still didn't believe it. I said, well, there's got to be a, a penalty on this. Like, <laughs> there's got to be a flag somewhere. Like, this didn't just happen. Oh, my gosh. For people who don't know what we're talking about, the Seminoles blew a game they should have won. And then after the game, someone on their team thought it was a great idea to propose after they just <laughs> blew, blew, like, blew a game. That, so for a non-sports fan, that's the equivalent to like, your aunt just dying and at the funeral right after you bury her you propose to your your, your exactly that is a great (laughs) analogy it's probably it's probably exactly the same feeling like these guys are definitely going to get married at the waffle house these two you know (laughs) having that type of commitment to do that type of proposal 
Like, what are you doing? That was really, really bad. Yeah. I, I realized that I've got, because I'm very superstitious. We've talked about this before. Yes. I always drink during Seminoles games. I didn't drink week one, didn't drink week two. Guess what I'm going to be doing with week mm. three? Drinking. Why not? Why didn't you drink? I don't know. I, you know, I've, I've really tried to kind of uh, cut out some of the alcohol and I just, I don't know. I just decided not to. It, dumb dumb decision you're a very like you just like your beer you like your your plain beers too i feel bud like, like you're, you bud like your light. bud light yep. right so joe is a little different and me and joe kind of like to explore a little bit with our with our alcohols now when it comes to fall time or even summertime do you ever venture out to those like limited release uh beers yeah no i totally will um not if i'm gonna be doing an all-day drinking like it it, right. it depends on what i'm doing if i'm just I'm I'm at dinner and I want to have a couple drinks, then I will explore out. For example, I love Funky Buddha Last Snow. Now, Funky Buddha is a oh, local yeah. brewery here, Chris, mm-hmm. uh, but last it, it's a uh, coconut coffee porter. So freaking good. I oh, love. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so when, in the cooler months, I like porters and stouts and, and okay. especially anything that's like coffee flavor, chocolate flavor. During the summer, I like Isla Morada Pale Ale and Isla Morada uh, Sandbar Sunday. It's a, okay. a a brewery in in the Keys, Isla Morada. And if you mix the two together, it's called No Tan Lines. Freaking fantastic! During October, I'll drink I'll drink some Oktoberfest. That's what I was interested in. Like like, what's your fall stuff? Okay. I, I'll drink some Oktoberfest, but pumpkin beer, like so gross. I, I, I love pumpkin beer. I went to the Renaissance oh, fair a couple of years ago and there, and it's gotta be a good pumpkin beer. I don't really like the spice in the beer. So if, but if it's a, if it's a beer with like just that pumpkin flavor, I, I went to a, a, a sports bar the other day and I got a, a pumpkin hard cider and I didn't want to tell you Scott, cause I, I just knew how mad you'd be at me for getting like a pumpkin, a pumpkin spice cider. Uh-huh. So I didn't say anything, but I'm saying it now and it was delicious. And now there's a six pack in my fridge Perfect. and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it anymore. Chris, let me explain something. You can do no wrong. It's not as fun to give you a hard time. It's can more fun that? to disagree with that? Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, so my my go to fall things. I would like you ever go into like a uh, I don't know. Do, did you have AC Moore's down there when right. when AC Moore's a thing or Michaels or uh, home, yeah uh, Michaels craft home stores yeah yeah, my, yeah, yeah. yeah not home goods so much but like you know when you craft walk stores. into Michaels yeah and you get that cinnamon broom smell yeah. yes yeah like <laughs> anything that tastes like that I love in the fall I do like cinnamon stuff yeah when you when you blend that up like when you put that cinnamon broom in the blender and and like I just had a uh, I went to Smoothie King the other day and I and I got the broomstick uh, pumpkin smoothie and it was delicious. It's like they bottle up fall, right? Exactly. Anything that tastes like the embodiment of fall is just my favorite. So put that in a beer, put that in a in anything, and it, that's just, that, that's my thing. That's why I was wondering if you like the – so at least you drink Oktoberfest. At least you get out of your comfort zone a little bit. I absolutely do. I, I do love craft beers, but again, I'm not going to craft beer it up when I'm going to be drinking hard. Does we that live in the sense? ultimate time. Yeah, but we live in like the best time for beer. Oh, for yeah, sure. Sure. I think. Absolutely. There's so many, yeah. When did all these craft breweries pop up? They came out of, I feel like I woke up one morning and there was like a dozen of them in my neighborhood. Yeah. No, I agree. They came it, out of nowhere. It was like, it was like, it was just domestics and imports. That's all we knew. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's now every beer has eight 
15,000 beers on mm-hmm. tap and then another 60,000 bottles to choose from. Like yeah. they, their their beer menu is now larger than their food menu. We went through a renaissance of beer, I feel like. Like you go to the liquor store, I don't know about your liquor stores down there, but you go to a liquor store and it's like there's it, it's 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 overwhelming. It's it's like a candy store for for adults. It, it is. And, and it's amazing. It's just like look, look look hundreds of years ago and they had to drink warm beer. Now we like can mead. now we can uh we mead. we can drink pumpkin beer yeah mead <laughs> yeah. now we now we can choose between like coffee or pumpkin beer yeah it it is a wonderful time to be alive you know outside of the pandemic but you know it's a it's a wonderful time to be alive Joe what what's your favorite beer my favorite beer uh I would have to say my favorite beer with Sam Adams I love Sam Adams okay uh, oh, I yeah love but Sam I drink Adams anything too. if it has alcohol in it I'm gonna go ahead and drink it I I it, I rarely come across a beer I'm like. Uh, I don't want this. This is just nasty. Because I think all beer is pretty much nasty in a way. Sorry. Yeah, it is. They can in a weird way. And Joe, I'm with you. I'll try any beer except for IPA. IPA, I, like, I know I'm not going to like it. But any beer, I can drink at least one. It's if I'm going to drink that second one. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, I'm going to say uh, I like highlight. I, and, and that's an IPA, right? But yeah, I really yeah. do like highlight. Yeah. Chris, uh, you don't like Cigar- it, right, No, no, no. That's Cigar City. Uh, which is in like the Tampa area, uh, mm-hmm. brewery in Tampa area. What I like the Cigar City Maduro is real good, which is a, a brown ale. Very good beer. Mm-hmm. Joe, I was surprised you didn't say the Schoferhofer, the grapefruit beer oh, that, uh, that man, you could buy really good. Germany at Disney. When the pandemic first started, Joe, I stocked up on just a ton <laughs> of that beer. Just I would put like Disney background music on and drink Schoferhofer just so I could have that feel that I was at the theme parks. We actually, uh, this past Sunday was my wife's and I 12 year anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. So we had like a Disney day. Yeah. Thank you. And so what we did, we kind of created some of, some of our favorite Disney meals at home. And we actually had that, the grapefruit beer and we kind of took a picture holding it. And we had Ep- the Epcot ball in the background. Joe is underplaying this because that was the, that was the highlight of my day is going through that album <laughs> on Facebook that Mel put up. It was they. They literally woke up and made Mickey waffles. Take us through that day, Joe, because that that was that was really cool. And then you incorporated Nick into it too. Let's do that when we come back from break, because I want to talk all about theme parks. Since we have Joe from the Diz His podcast, we might as well, you know, talk about theme parks, which was my whole point of tonight, and we just never got there until the third segment. So you know, that's the way these guys being dudes. Yeah, that's the way these things go sometimes. All right, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. like Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney history podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere and I hope you give us a listen. What is it that you do here? Merchandising. 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 That's right. The No New Friends podcast now has merchandising. Please visit the merchandise link in our link tree. That's link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash No New Friends podcast. Or you can go directly to T, that's T-E-E, public dot com slash user slash N-N-F. Get your No New Friends merchandise today. Hey, this is Mike and Tom, and you're listening to the No News, No No News with No, no New no. Friends podcast. Goodbye. Hey, this is Mike and New Friend. 
No. no. Oh. You say in Tom. You must not move the fruit. No, you say in Tom. And no. Tom. Hey, all right, go. Take 40. Hey, this is Mike. And Tom. And we're with the Gina McReynolds Foundation. And thank you for listening to the No News. No. God. <laughs> hey, this is Mike. And Tom. And we're with the Gina McReynolds Foundation. And you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. And Tom. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Mary is still out, so Joe from the Diz His podcast is with us. As always, you know where to find us. Our Linktree link is right there in the show notes, the episode description. Please connect with us. We love connection. We need that human interaction from miles away through a computer where we don't actually have to see you. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure you leave us a rating and a five-star review. That really helps us out and moves our uh, little icon up higher in the search engine. Now, right before we went to break, Joe uh, was starting to tell us about his anniversary where they did a Disney Day at Home, and and I'm so excited. I did see a couple pictures, but I wasn't following it as uh, as closely as Stalker Chris was. So tell us all about that. So we woke up, and we had my wife made Mickey waffles for us. So we had Mickey waffles for breakfast. Then for lunch, we had the cheeseburger egg rolls that you can find over at Magic Kingdom over in Adventureland. You know, oh, so nice. we kind of made those homemade. We got the egg roll wrappers. You know, got the um, the meat. Did the whole thing homemade, and it was delicious. And my son. One of his favorite meals, because, you know, he's seven, is the corn nuggets over at Casey's Corner. So my son, Nicholas, he drew like the Casey Corner logo and he kind of like hung it up in the kitchen and then he made his corn nuggets. So we kind of ate at Casey's Corner, which was really cool. Then for dessert, uh, we well, no, we didn't have dessert that day. We were going to make Mickey pretzels when we figured we were just going to have too much food. So we didn't go through with the Mickey pretzels. We were going to make homemade Mickey pretzels. We're going to do that this weekend. But for dinner, we ate, uh, we made Ohana noodles, so noodles from Ohana. Oh, nice. And it was all right. Yeah. And then my son. Uh, Joe, I, wanna, I, wanted, I just want to say about the Ohana, Ohana noodles. I love the brutal honesty from your wife. She was like, we made it, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> it, it wasn't that good. It was very, the sauce was very overpowering. It was good. I okay. ate it, you know, and I'm going to have, we have like a whole bunch left over. I'm going to eat it for lunch. And I'm kind of hoping it's going to taste better, better left, like leftovers, you know, right? <laughs> I'm looking at pictures right now. Uh, your son set up a merchandise shop. That is oh, awesome. Yeah. He did. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> So right after lunch, he set up like a merchandise shop. So we all got to go through <laughs> and we bought Mickey ears that we already owned, you know, right? But he we had he had like Disney shirts there, Disney toys there. And that was a lot of fun. And I think that we bought, I think he set up like a little like station where we would go with like a fake cash register and we bought the Mickey waffles from him. Oh my also. gosh, that's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a really cool day. And then the Ohana, Ohana noodles. They were good. And for dessert, we had Mickey ice cream bars. Let's see the Mickey ice cream bars. And then you know, yeah, the chauffeur Hoffer. Yep. We took oh pictures gosh. in front of the castle. That's so yeah. cool. Did you ride any of the rides on YouTube or anything? We actually did. We all picked like three rides each. <laughs> That's awesome. So I picked Slinky Dog, uh, Big Thunder, and Mine Train. My wife, I forget which one she picked. And my son picked uh, a couple of rides too. So we did do that. Yep. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it was a great day. Joe, you should put those. I'm not going to tell you how to run your podcast, but you should throw those pictures on the Diz His Facebook page just to add some content. I do. We posted it in Patreon, but I do need to go in and post that 
uh, yeah, on people uh, Facebook would love that. Too. Yeah, you're right. Because that, that was a great day. Maybe I will go and do that. That's so cool. You and, should you should pretend you're doing it live. Then no one will know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of relive that day. Yeah. Day I'm kind of doing it live, yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. I did similar things, not nearly as extravagant at the beginning of the pandemic as well. My daughter has, my nine-year-old has never been to Disney, any Disney park. Jeez. So, oh, really? yeah, we, we sat down and we YouTubed old attractions, old attractions and then attractions that she may not like Splash Mountain. I don't know if she's going to get to see Splash Mountain. So we rode Splash Mountain and oh, we yeah. rode Jaws and we rode Twister and, you know, other other defunct attractions. Just one of the things that we did. And, and I was going to also <laughs> I was going to set up because everybody was doing like the rides at home at the beginning of the pandemic. Like I remember everybody was making yeah, yeah. ride videos and some of them were really, really good. Well, mm-hmm. I still have the Jaws spiel memorized. So we were going to do <laughs> the Jaws spiel at home and I, you know, we were going to just do it all in one take and have like little flame effects and just different things. And we just never got around to it. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Mike Aiello beat me to it. Mike Aiello is like the show producer for all of Halloween Horror Nights. He started at Jaws you know decades ago so he did it and i'm like well now i can't do it it's not gonna be as good oh scott did you work for jaws I, he, yes you didn't oh, know that sorry, i didn't know no i had no idea stop it. <laughs> <laughs> jerk chris what, what what kind of things did what theme park related things did you do at the beginning of the pandemic if any uh, you know it's fine i started listening to di- started listening to diz his oh that, that's, that's right when yeah, I started. Yeah, yeah 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 that's when i that's when i started but also um I, I think me and emily started this i think it was during the pandemic we found this um youtuber that records himself at the park his name is paging mr morrow and he had a really he just put out a video the other day about his kind of his up like his life and his upbringing and everything he had a very sad dark life and he found happiness in going to the theme park so much so that he moved from Pennsylvania down to Florida. And then he started recording himself going to the parks. He devoted his uh, – now he de- he's devoting his his life to making these videos. He quit his job. He's making enough money on YouTube to make these videos. And he, But his main purpose of them is everything that he does is positive. So watching these like super, super positive videos during the pandemic were so uplifting and made us like so happy and stuff. And the fact that like we don't get down there very often. So living through this guy uh, was really fun and like kind of just took our minds off of everything. But just why I, I love uh, Disney vloggers. I think they're like some of those fun and there's so much to do there. I love watching people eat at Disney. I love watching them do, go on the rides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's because like I can't do this stuff like you guys can. Like you can got you guys could literally like, hey, you know, you want to go to Disney tomorrow? Yeah, let's go. I have to, you know, me. I I think I told this story before. Me and Emily saved twenty dollars a week for two years to go to Disney because it's just so expensive yeah. to get down there. Right. Well, now again, because I live twenty minutes away, you don't have to stay in a hotel. I know. I trust me. I'm already. I, I'm, the gears are already. Gears are already going. Yeah. I got this big event coming up in about a month or so. So after that. Oh, After yeah. that, I'm going to start planning the uh, the Florida trip. And I, I just can't wait to get down there because um, I just want to escape COVID up here. So it's <laughs> yeah. like once I think once I break through, once I get through Georgia, I think that's how it works. It's just Florida is definitely right? a great place for instead of yeah. instead of urban area perceived with caution. There's going to be signs before you come into the state of Florida. Just COVID perceived with caution. What was that movie with the uh, District 19 or something where it's like they just yeah. that holds <laughs> that's going to be Florida pretty soon, right? District no, I think, nine, what, I think. One, District 9, once you once you get through the uh, once you cross the border of 
of Georgia into Florida, your mask just disintegrates off your face and you're just in the land of yeah, the uh, It's illegal the to wear here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, real qu- quickly. So, you know, Chris mentioned he started listening to the Disney's podcast during the pandemic. And let me tell you something, right? I pretty much talk to Chris every day. We talk with yeah. each other, right? Yeah. Alex and it's- I, we talk to Chris every day day multiple times a day yeah that's so cool it's cool how all of us became friends like all of us yeah. became friends really because of covid i mean <laughs> one way or another i, I feel like it just because that was the coolest thing about that was the coolest thing about covid that was that was one of the positive things that came out of the pandemic was i think it got everyone more connected everyone got closer i was checking on people i didn't talk to yep. through facebook video and and zoom mm-hmm. like especially at the beginning of the pandemic i was like i kind of don't want this to end because like my, my wife and i were playing beer pong with my my sister and my brother-in-law yeah. from, you know miles away just through through zoom and i was like oh my gosh this is so cool but i you know i think that there's the majority of people, we use this time to connect with our family, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people didn't do that. They were Everyone was so quick to get back to like normal life right? that mm-hmm. they didn't really slow down and be like, you know something, and spend time with the people who are most important, right? Just that's, like you're saying true. that you connected with your, would you say your brother-in-law, was it? Over My Zoom sister playing and your brother-in-law, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like how cool is that, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people did that. Everyone was just so quick to get back to normal life, I can yeah. tell you. Last year, I was with my wife and my son every day, right? And some people, that would be like miserable for them. I loved it. And I missed my my wife. She went back to work face-to-face, you know, like teaching. And I miss my wife. Uh, I, w- I just wish people would have slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone was just so quick to get back to normal. No, I agree with That's you. That's for sure. The the thing with the connectedness and the disconnectedness, it, it, was, it, it showed people's true colors because uh, it showed businesses' true colors. It's kind of like it was really cool when like Zoom would drop their premium subscription for a while yeah. so you could have unlimited video calls. And then it was, I don't know, it's just we learned, uh, I, th- I feel like we learned who our true friends and family were doing this. And that was one of the, that was like, a po- I think a positive thing that came out of this. And I think we all uh, became better from it too. Some people, some people we saw, you know, got worse for it. And we know that. And then other people just became better people. And I, th- I thought it was pretty, it was cool because we, we, we went through like a lot of changes, but uh you know, some for some for worse, obviously, but a lot, you know, a lot for the better, which was cool. Yeah, I think it exacerbated people's tendencies. It, you know, it either brought out the best mm-hmm. in people or brought out the worst in people. Hundred percent. For our listeners who don't know, and and I, I don't know if we've told this story, but just kind of how this connection happened. So we had Remy from Remy's Roundtable on as a guest, and he's like, "Well, I do the second podcast. It's called Diz Journey." And I was confused by the whole thing. I was like, wait, so is it Diz his? No, 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 that's a, that's a different podcast. And I'm like, well, what is it called? He goes, Diz Journey. I'm like, well, I'm looking for Diz Journey. I don't, he's like, no, 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 it's Remy's round. And complete confusion. So Remy invites Mary and I on that night. Mary and I come on and we had a blast, by the way. And that's where I met Joe and Chris. And like, I knew I wanted to have all those guys on as guests. And, and Chris just happened to be the first one. And I was like, hey, you know, is Diz his going to be mad if you, uh, you know, and then he's like, I'm not, not really a member. Like I'm not on the Diz his show. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, okay. So you were just like chilling. He's like, yeah, we're supposed to play video games, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and that's how we met Chris is just through another podcast. And then Joe and I have become good friends just by sh- bouncing ideas off each other. You know, I'm not a technology guy. So like Joe helps me out with different things. And it's just, uh, you know, I tell my wife all the time, this podcasting world is such a cool world because it's, it's, yeah. it's a community. Like we're all trying, we're all content creators. We're all busting our asses to, to be discovered or to be heard or to have our art be seen or heard. 
you know, it's, it's, it's like-minded people who, who are striving for the same goal and just kind of helping each other out to achieve that goal. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Couldn't agree with you anymore. It's really cool because we live in such a cool time where we have like the most powerful tool ever created in all, in, in all of our pockets and we can use it for, you know, to scroll through Instagram for hours and we can do stuff like that. That was the sex coach episode. That was a couple of weeks ago, Chris. Oh. <laughs> Next to that tool, we have a cell phone. And <laughs> glad we had the crickets live, so we can actually. Yeah, you were just live. waiting to use it. You're just waiting oh, to use oh, it yeah. all up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it, it's it's great that we can uh you know go back even ten years from now. We we would never be able to do any of this if we wanted to have our own radio show. It's like okay, then you know, good luck. You know, yeah, have fun yeah. with that pipe dream. But now anyone can have. Yeah, their you're going to start and, nights and, and weekends and get paid. People. You know, eight <laughs> bucks an hour, <laughs> and you pay us. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, but it's really cool. I'm just I'm glad that we all uh, that we all got so close over all this, and it was just one of the bright spots that came out of all this. And we, you know, we came out all healthy, and uh, yeah, and that's even more important, obviously. So, Joe, what do we have to look forward to on Diz His? So tomorrow we are going to be recording. We're going to be talking about the Disneyland Hotel over okay. in California. Yeah. So have you, have you for, been there? For those of you listening, that'll be the episode that comes out this coming up Tuesday. So in two days, Disneyland Hotel. No, I haven't been to Disneyland. Uh, it's, it's on my bucket list to visit all the sister parks. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about Disneyland hotel. That episode is gonna be dropping on September 21st. Gotcha. So exactly yeah, two days so. after this episode drops. Yeah. And we have a bunch of, uh, we have a bunch of things coming up on our show. Uh, we're, we're actually gonna have, I'm not sure if you know who Equ- equity Ben is. You know who Equ- equity Ben is? I do not. So he was over at uh, Hollywood studios. He did the frozen sing along okay. and he was like one of the top guys there. Like, you know, people were going just to see him. And we're actually going to have him on in October sometime. Oh, cool. So that's really exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. So we're really yeah. excited. But he's hilarious. He, um, he won the Orlando Weekly. He won two, he won two, whatever it is, two really? categories. Okay. Yeah. For best local comedian and best local. Oh, he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Best talent, local maybe. actor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. What you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a big deal. It's really cool. Um, Diz his gets these amazing guests. You know, a, a former Imagineer, uh, this guy who's won a different awards and all that. We're just hoping to get the guy who got his legs chopped off by the sunrail. Like that's that's <laughs> what we're striving for. Did that really happen? Yeah, it really happened. Oh yeah, oh. yeah that wasn't satire. That was real. <laughs> and we're still trying to get him on. We have our intern on that. Yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> well, guys, make sure you check out the Diz His podcast. It's a fantastic show, especially if you love Disney. They deep dive in attractions, restaurants, movies, television, just any any aspect of Disney they cover. And it's one episode at a time. It is fantastic. And they've had some super great guests on there on Episode number 120 is coming out next week. I was on the uh, episode 118, which was the history of Captain EO. And that was fun. It was fun uh, until Joe's entire audience turned on me. So uh, (laughs) they hate me because I disagreed. (laughs) No, they don't. They don't hate you. I know. I'm just messing. (laughs) As always, please make sure you connect with us. Follow all of our links right there in the episode description, the show notes. And remember, if you join our Patreon between now and the end of November, we're going to be donating all that money to the Gina McReynolds Foundation. That's teamgina.org. So please join our Patreon. On behalf of Joe, Chris, Mary, who's not here, I'm Scott. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Bye.